Hello, and welcome to the Decision Point Podcast. My name is Kieran Wong, and I'm your host of the show. Here on the Decision Point Podcast, we speak with leaders in our community about the big life and career decisions they've made, which have led them to where they are today, to be successful members of the community. We'll get to know each and every one of their personal decision points. And today on the show, we have Stephanie Robbins with Robbins Interactive. Welcome, Stephanie. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Okay, cool. It's it's a beautiful day out, and uh, we're going to have a wonderful conversation, I'm sure. Uh, if you don't mind, I'm going to read just a little bit about you know, who you are and what you've done. Uh, let's see, you, you founded Robbins Interactive 19 years ago, and it thrives as a small niche marketing consultancy. You connect brands to niche online influencers to grow the revenue and brand equity. Uh, people always want that, growth of revenue. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you bring over 20 years of online marketing experience, including leading the interactive division for a nationally acclaimed digital agency. Uh, and you're known for representing select wellness and green brands that you can authentically promote, treating each brand like it's your very own. That's, that's very cool. Uh, you've spent the past 10 years developing relationships with over a thousand influencers. Let me repeat that again, a thousand influencers uh, and focusing on the health and wellness industry. Uh, you live in here in Boise with uh, an adventurous family of four, pups and cat. And I love this part. If you aren't returning your emails, it's probably because you're off grid somewhere in the mountains or desert. Yeah, that's the that. plan every that's weekend. <laughs> wow, very cool. very cool. Welcome to Idaho. Yeah. <laughs> uh, tell me a little bit more about uh, uh, wellness and green brands uh, focusing on the health and wellness industry. Yeah, absolutely. So um, as you mentioned, I started my agency um, about 19 years ago. And, you know, honestly, when I had kids, um, I just started becoming like hyper aware of everything that I was eating, you know, when I was pregnant, because it was that realization of like, oh, whatever I put in my body is going to go to my baby. Um, and so I started getting more cognizant of like chemicals that are, you know, in the, in the food that we're eating. And just overall, like, I just wanted to be like, optimal wellness, not to use a buzzword, but, you know, for, for the baby and it kind of stuck afterwards. Cause then now I'm feeding them outside the womb and I'm still thinking about everything. Um, so it really became like a passion of mine, um, to, to just, you know, not just for myself, but for other people in my life, you know, share what I learned, um, throughout those years. And so I decided that, you know, the best way for me to be successful in my business is to be passionate about something. And at that point, I switched to really just taking brands that are, you know, sustainable and non-toxic, because I knew that I could form authentic relationships with my clients, and then also with the affiliates and influencers that I work with, because I was passionate about it, I could speak the language and, you know, I just think if you're passionate about your clients or your company, you know, that comes off in everything you do, every, you know, article that you write, every email that you send, like people can really sense that if you, you know, truly believe what you're saying. Right, right, exactly. So you connect these brands to online influencers? Yes, yes. And I do it um, primarily on a cost performance basis. So I work with people that own websites or their influencers like social media, TikTok, YouTube, all those kind of things that have already positioned themselves as experts within the field. Mm -hmm. um, and they're not all like huge influencers. In fact, some of my top performers are, are what most people would consider very small. 
um, and I introduce them to the products. And if it meets their expectations, you know, they share that information with their followers. Right. And, you know, usually I'll provide like a discount code or some type of link so that we can track those orders back to them. Gotcha. Sounds like a lot of work. It is a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a great team. Um, I have Casey, who is a manager. She is actually in Treasure Valley as well. Um, and then I also have an assistant um, that helps with that because I would say the biggest part of my job, while I have a really good network of existing influencers, I'm constantly adding to it. Right. Um, so that is probably the most time consuming part of my job. But the most rewarding is, you know, working with those influencers and helping them with their businesses as well. So it is, you know, the win-win situation that we're all trying for. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wow. Cool. So we're on the decision point podcast. Thank you. And you know, what we talk about is those decision points in your life that you've made, uh, whether it's last week or when you were 15 years old, whatever it might be, mm-hmm. and you're going to go, huh, I made that decision. And here I am today. Is there anything that comes to mind for you? Um, you know, I mean, there's several. I'm sure, you know, by the time we get to a certain age, we all have these huge, like, I wonder what would have happened if I had, you know, stayed on the East Coast or, you know, things of that nature. But the one that really comes to mind was the decision to start my own business. So I, you know, started off in my, you know, right after college, you know, climbing the corporate ladder. Um, you know, I got to an executive level and looked around at the people that I was striving to be. And I was kind of like, uh, that doesn't really look too happy over there. <laughs> so I don't know what I was thinking. I transitioned to work for agencies, <laughs> marketing agencies, and I stayed in that space. And, you know, to kind of give you the time frame, this was when the whole dot-com boom was happening. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of turbulence in all businesses because things were really shaking up. Um, and I just found myself in a situation where I was like, I these are not the decisions that I would have made. And yet I'm the one that's having to implement them. Right. You know what I mean? And that just didn't sit well with me. And so I had, you know, I was director of the agency for the interactive side. um, And I was just like, this isn't how I want to treat my clients. This isn't how I want to treat the people that work for me. And that was that pivotal moment where it was actually my husband who was like, well, why don't you just like go out on your own? And I'm like, it had honestly never really crossed my mind. <laughs> and, but at that point I was like, yeah, that, that sounds like something I could do. And I thought it was going to be like a six month break. <laughs> 19 yeah. years later, clearly it stuck. <laughs> um, I just started my own business and never really looked back after that because I felt like I could serve my clients better. And then, you know, I got married and I had kids and I realized like this was the ultimate and, you know, the work-life balance as well, because I could, you know, scale my business up or scale it down depending on where I was in my life. So, you know, my kids were really little babies, you know, I scaled it down to working essentially part-time. And then once they got into school, then I started scaling it back up. But, you know, um, I never had to miss a school event. I could still be room mom, you know, like I never missed a big milestone, like all that good stuff. Um, 
And I wish I could say like I had this amazing foresight that I knew where I was headed and this is why I started the business, but it really was just like, yeah, it seems like a good idea. And then it's obviously just changed the course of so much in my life, including like just the flexibility to, you know, work remotely before everybody else in the world was doing it. <laughs> so you had a head start. I did have a head start. Yeah, it was weird when, you know, COVID hit and everybody was kind of going through the bumpy roads and like, Oh, you know, how are you doing? And I'm like, it just hasn't really changed that much on a day to day. Just like yesterday. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So you mentioned, you know, scaling up and scaling down based upon conditions, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when, when challenges have arrived and, and can you think of any challenges that you've run up against how did you, other than scaling up and down, how did you approach them and, and resolve them? Um, you know, with any type of consulting business and probably any business, you're, I think the, the first biggest challenge is getting new business. And, you know, I had not been in a position where I was searching out for leads, right? Because I was kind of, I was part of a bigger agency that had its own brand and, you know, had incoming leads and I was part of the pitch, but I wasn't doing it from scratch. Mm -hmm. And so it was learning that process of like how to do proposals and then really like putting myself out there and networking um, and realizing you know, how interconnected we all are and how many people, you know, myself included, like we all want to help people. We all kind of want to be the heroes of somebody's story. Um, but then I was kind of shy to ask for that help, to tell people like, oh, I'm looking for business. I just started my, you know, this this new agency, this small agency, and I need clients. You know, I was almost like kind of embarrassed about that. Once I overcame that obstacle and I, you know, started to network within my, you know, industry and even just like friends, that's when things started to pick up. And then I started to get leads. Um, And then when it really started to take off was when I started to focus in on the health and wellness, where I focused in on a niche so that people started to identify me with that, so that I became the first person they thought of when they saw a green brand, you know, a sustainable brand or a non-toxic brand. Um, and that took a few years to get there. I think a lot of people, you know, myself included in the beginning, thought it was going to be easy and kind of instant. And, you know, just realizing like building that network takes time. And now it's like a well-oiled machine. Um, but it's constant. You're always building new connections. Um, at the same time. So I would say like the new business development was my biggest challenge overall. And I'm sure that a lot of people have experienced the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm trying to overcome that big initial hurdle of how do I get new business? How do I ask people for a yes and a commitment? Yeah. And I, and I think, you know, a big shift for me was in the beginning, I, you know, I was reading the sales books and you know, listening to the podcast and doing all the things, it wasn't really who I was. So when I shifted to my networking, instead of like focusing on how am I going to get new business, I just started focusing, how can I help the person I'm talking to? I love it. You know, how can I be of service to this person? And then the rest just kind of falls into place. And it's amazing because I'll get leads from somebody that I talked to at a conference from like six, seven years ago. And it's not even that person's company, but they just like, you know, I helped them with something or we had a good conversation and connected and they just remember, they remember you. Yeah. 
and, and a lot of how you say is that how can I be of service to somebody? Yeah. That person I'm talking to. And that's wonderful. And that's, you know, that's how I am in my personal life. You know, I'm very like um, focused on, you know, volunteer work and, you know, being good neighbor, you know, all that good stuff. So it felt very seamless for me, sure, right? you know, whereas like, kind of like the other way felt manipulative to me, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> which is just like, so against my personality that I think I was just awkward. <laughs> so once I kind of just accepted that, you know what, like, I'm not that typical salesperson. I am, you know, going to just embrace the fact that I'm like more nurturing. Right. And if that doesn't resonate with somebody, then we probably wouldn't have been a good fit anyway. Right. Exactly. Wonderful. How, or actually I should say who or what would you say you found um, inspiration from? Um, well, I would say to start off, you know, I was very fortunate that my husband was my biggest cheerleader. Um, and he was absolutely the one that was like, why would you not do this? Like you have the skills, you have the intelligence, like there is no reason you won't be successful. So he had so much confidence in me that it gave me confidence, especially when things started to dip. And I also know how privileged I was to, to be in a marriage where, I could build a business because, you know, he had a more traditional salary (laughs) baseline um, so that I had the opportunity to build my business. So that was a huge influence. And, and really just having that person, you know, when you go off on your own and you're not in an office, you're, you're in the silo. Um, So I just feel so blessed that I had somebody to like bounce things off of, you know, that understood business um, that could support me more than just even the emotional, but, you know, could be my sounding board and make recommendations. Um, so I would say that is my biggest influence. And then one thing that really shifted things for me was a book. So I read a book by, uh, Tara Moore, M-O-H-R called Playing Big. Um, and it's, it is a book for women. (laughs) It's very specific for women. Um, and it really talked a lot about, kind of the stuff I was talking about, about just like embracing who you are mm-hmm. um, and also just like really putting yourself out there and not playing small or trying to make yourself small because you're worried about, you know, coming off too aggressive or coming off inappropriate or not polite enough, you know, not a good girl enough, not saying by any means, obviously, you know, I'm talking about how, you know, I'm trying to be of service, but I wouldn't define myself as aggressive, but I just was like, well, why couldn't I build this business bigger, you know, it kind of shifted my mindset of like, I don't have to play small or be the lowest person on the bid. You know, I can be particular about the clients that I want. I can go after what I want um, and still be true to who I am. That's wonderful. I I think it's a great, great book. I'd love to pick it up and read it sometime. I'm saving it for my daughter when she's ready, because there were things in there like I, you know, and I, I mean, I kind of thought like, oh, you know, that's not me. Like, you know, I'm, you know, like aware of, you know, all the societal pressures, you know, Mm -hmm. but there was some stuff where I was like, oh my gosh, I do that. I do apologize all the time (laughs) for no reason. (laughs) You know, like there's just certain things that you just don't even realize you do. Um, And so apologize to me yet on on the (laughs) I'm working on it because of the book. (laughs) 
Sounds like it sounds like a, a really successful book that I need to pick up immediately and yeah, I, it, and, yeah, and share it was it was a game changer. And every person that I've shared it with has has said you know a similar thing of like, wow, I didn't quite realize how much I was holding myself back. Okay, uh, would you mind repeating the book again? It's Playing Big by Tara Moore, M O H R. Wonderful, great. Well, Stephanie, this has been wonderful, exciting inspirational, insightful. Uh, I love it. Uh, I'm sure that uh, the people listening to this podcast uh, have enjoyed it as well. And it really has been a investment of their time to get to know you and all the things that you've done. It's wonderful. And as a result, is, is there a way which um, anybody can get a hold of you if you would like to share that? Yeah, absolutely. So you can find me on LinkedIn. Um, It's Stephanie Zients, Z-I-O-N-T-S Robbins. So that's my maiden name. It was kind of a weird name. So I decided to keep (laughs) it (laughs) and just make it my middle name Um, or my website, which is robbinsinteractive.com. And that's Robbins with two Bs. Wonderful. Thank you again, Stephanie. Um, So here on the uh, Decision Point podcast, uh, we discovered the turning points those uh, decisions that successful business, Boise business leaders have made in their lives that led them where they are today. Uh, thank you again for joining us, everybody. And we look forward to uh, uh, having you listen to our, or join us, if you will, on our next podcast. Thanks again, Stephanie. Thanks so much for having me. Okay.